But, of course, we've got through Passover, which means we've gone as far as the cross. And uh, at that point, you uh, you have to step into this next. We have three more pieces here to tell you about. So, first, this we're going to call this the Valley of the Shadow of Death. Because he's got three days in the grave. So, you have the Feast of Unleavened Bread that continues for eight days after Passover. It begins the day after Passover, so technically you remove it the day before Passover, so it's actually like eight days, but it's celebrated for one week, but the extra days makes the day makes it eight. So it took about a week to get to the Red Sea where they camp, so you get rid of all the leaven in your house. There's no regular bread for a week because they've been traveling, so that, I'm assuming, is part of the reason for the seven days. But then you also arrive at the Feast of First Fruits. Now, you might remember the story of the rich man and Lazarus uh, in Abraham's bosom or Hades in Luke 16. Time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried in Hades where he was in torment. Torment. He looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. All right, keep that in mind that Jesus told us there was a place considered Abraham's bosom or Hades, which even lost people have talked about Hades through the years. So, in First Peter 3, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit, by whom also he went and preached to the spirits in prison, who formerly were disobedient, when once the divine long-suffering waited in the days of Noah. Now, that verse, out of context, is a little confusing. But the point is, he's got three days, and he'll be in Hades, preaching. Why is he preaching in Hades? Number one, he's doing Passover. He's telling of the lamb who was slain for the freedom of the captives. He's telling them about himself. Because all of us enter through one door. Jesus, you see David, Moses, all of them, they came before, but they died in faith. But they still need to hear about Jesus. Uh, those who were, those who are, and those who are to come, they all get to cast down their crowns at his feet. Moses, Abraham, everyone. Now, Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. And this is where you find this. The ultimate purpose of Passover is to destroy death. He was slain from the foundation of the world to that end because that's when death began. 1 Corinthians 15, for he must reign till he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. Now, my favorite verse, Matthew 27, our verse is, it's the greatest understatement ever. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice, yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. This is a very thick veil. It's not like a curtain, really. It's, it's a door. It's a wall. It's massive. And the earth quaked, and the rocks were split, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised, coming out of the grave after his resurrection. They went into the holy city, that is Jerusalem, and appeared to many. So when the centurion and those with him, so they, they're binding this all together, but so when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that happened, they feared greatly, saying, truly, this was the Son of God. Okay, now, talk about your understatements. This is history, and well-known history, so they don't really go into great detail. But secondly, the guy who wrote that is hiding in his room while it's going on, but with Passover as our context, we can piece it together pretty easy. So the earthquake opens the door for Jesus into the bosom of Abraham. 
The people walking in darkness have seen a great light, is what the Bible says. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light is dawn. So for the first time, light has invaded the darkness of Hades. Jesus arrives. His skin shredded from the lash, holes in his hand, feet inside. He's been beaten, bloodied, and hardly looks human, except to the prophets who saw him just like that. Mm. We'll be back with 353 prophecies.